Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 134, and the sixth episode of the Gorm Story Arc. After last week, you can expect a little more of the same, but we're going to put another little bit of a twist on it, and I hope you really enjoy it. As always, make sure you're giving us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever service you use. Join us on our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, and the Discord. And please don't forget that this episode is brought to you by Dave and patrons like them. Head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc to become a patron today. We had Katie from Off the Table as our special guest this month on the patron episode. We had so much fun, and we're sort of spinning our own little story arc over there that I think is going to be very interesting when it all comes together. If you aren't a patron yet, head over there. $3 per month will get you access to those episodes, and there's a whole backlog of them. You're already six, seven episodes deep, so uh, you've got all kinds of content for just $3 a month. It's a huge, huge deal to us and to the show. That's all this week. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Guys, there's there there are a lot of there's a lot of puppy in this cloak. I'm, I I just I need, needed to say it. <laughs> what? What? Genevera, the sorcerer. Genevera, you're sitting there next to Clyde, who just goes. What the fuck? I, like, hold up my hand for a high five. (laughs) Gebetto, the rogue. As soon as they see the five of you, their expression hardens. Uh, Well, we'll see you later. And Gebetto just turns (laughs) to later. Gillick, the paladin warlock. But, but you're dying again, right? Like, you die, then you get a spirit. And you're nothing. And then you become nothing. And then you're nothing. That sounds like bullshit. Let's go kill the Death Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and Asher, the Druid Barbarian. Yeah, but I'm asking specifically who, why Jeff is important to Asher. He just, he's just the first name. You know what? <laughs> I don't have to justify this. <laughs> Let us recall what happened when we last left our heroes. But I warn you, this will be dangerous. And it will be difficult. And if you stray too far from what Gorm did in these memories, your mind will shatter. The visions (laughs) begin. Thorval says, come. And he charges forward and Gorm is standing there looking back. He says, you have to grab him. Gebetto, you have to grab my brother. Gebetto punches through the hole. He doesn't, he doesn't look back. Gebetto charges forward and jumps into the portal that Thorval went through. Instantly, there is this twisting, this this wrenching, this like grinding. You feel yourself squeezed and pulled, and then you're in these tunnels of blue energy. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Keth, your eyes spring open. You are standing... Uh, in the heart of Adventure Incorporated, in Maghamara, you recognize the land around you, but but there's nothing there. It's just an open field. 
you've come like you you just have this sensation wash over you like you've uh you're you're scattered your your mind is sort of uh fuzzy um something stressful has just happened and uh there is a pang of loss in your heart uh as you sort of embody this and uh you're you look down at yourself you are wearing like simple white clothes like a like a simple robe uh and you see another person in front of you um a human with you know a little bit darker skin uh he is also wearing simple white robes and he turns back to you and he says we made it through yes it appears we have i i I was worried there for a minute but I'm, i'm glad we are here are you are you hurt I am not. We've been disrupted, though. The ritual has failed. <sighs> what? <sighs> what do you think? What do you think happened? I think we were attacked. The, the attackers came. They they drove through yes, our I lines. I know we were attacked. I know we were attacked. How did they know exactly where we were? It's hard to... It's hard to know how they knew the ritual was coming. They knew where we were because we've always been there. But but how did they know the ritual was happening? I don't know. Perhaps we were betrayed. Um, Keth, out of the corner of your eye, you see uh, some movement. Just like off to the side. Uh, and as you sort of snap your head around to look, it's Gibetto. He's just standing there. Do you see that over there? And... He, uh, Gorm taps this guy's shoulder and n- nods that way. Uh, the the figure looks where you've pointed. He said, "Yes, there could be civilization that way. Mm, perhaps we could find more of our brethren there. Perhaps, yeah." And Keth is really confused on the inside, <laughs> but is uh, like. Gibetto's right in front of him, so he sees, so I'm assuming Gibetto's done some crazy magic, and this guy can't see him. Yeah, when, uh, when Keth, like, looks over at me again, I'm, like, uh, you know, like, gesturing, like, do not mention me, you know, like, uh, kind of one hand across my throat kind of motion, you know what I mean? Like, shaking my head, like, one hand, uh, one finger goes up to my lips, uh, and I say, shh. Uh, Keth discreetly, like, kind of puts his, like, finger to his throat to, like, make a, like, slit his throat motion, like, questioning. Oh, God, no. Gervetto's, uh, <laughs> like, head, like, shakes back and forth a whole lot. Um, uh, like, uh. <laughs> okay, Keth gets it. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I see a disturbance over, over uh, there. Perhaps there's people, there's a track over there. You look into that. Uh, I'll head the other direction. I think the only way this works is if we find others of our brothers and sisters. The ritual requires power. Uh, We must still fulfill the ritual here, even if we cannot do it at home. My brain, uh, the the disruption has caused me to be a bit confused. At what point did we get to? I, I... were we close? It doesn't matter now. 
the ritual has to be restarted. If we are to wake the sleeping one, we must go from the very beginning here. We will have to acquire other dragons of various colors to uh, perform the ritual with us, just as we did before. We must re we must do that here. We we can't rely on. We don't have enough power otherwise. Should we approach the same areas that we we did before? Uh, perhaps there would be like-minded dragons there. The effort, the effort required to gather our brothers, our brethren, as we did before, it would take so long. I, I pray that it does not come to that. But I am going to fly from here and check some things. See what you can find in the area. Maybe we can split up and 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 find what we're looking for. Okay. Um. I, how can I contact you, I... Gorm? We share a connection. We are both creatures of divination. Reach out to me and I will come. Um, Gorm does that, I assume, mentally? Okay. He tries to, at least. Just... And just says, Haha, of course, brother. Okay. <laughs> 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 He nods, uh, and you watch as he transforms into uh, a large brass dragon and then flies away. Oh, brass or bronze? Was he bronze? He might have been bronze. Say both so that you can go back and edit the right one in. He transforms into a large bronze dragon and flies away. Great. It was brass. It was brass the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Alright, uh, Kev, like, re-realizes that he's in Gorm's body and is, forgets about Gebetto for one second and tries to transform into a dragon. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, yeah, you, uh, how are you gonna do that? Like, what are you gonna try to do to transform into a dragon? So, he's basically gonna get real small for a second, kind of, like, uh, put all, like, tense up into himself a bit. And then all of a sudden kind of jump up and like throw his arms up physically into the air like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Uh, okay. Uh, you tense yourself into a ball and you like throw your arms out and you feel like, like you're just trying to will your energy out to grow. And uh, you look around you. You just still are you. You're still just Keth. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. But you feel like you have access to certain (laughs) abilities you didn't have before. (laughs) You feel like you could blast a line of lightning out of your uh, out of your mouth. You feel like you could fly. Uh, You're not really sure how, but you don't look any different. You still just look like Kef. Hmm. Okay. He's like disappointed. He's kind of just looking around at himself, see if he changed at all. And then as he's looking around, he sees Gebetto again and uh, walks over there. What does Gebetto say? Just Kev. Just Kev do jumping jacks. <laughs> Great. <clears throat> you do know uh, he's excellent. transformed. You know, like, you can feel that Gorm has transformed, though. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. It would be, okay. Oh, I, oh, cool. So, he, like, I know I'm a dragon. You don't. Like, 
Geppetto knows Gorm has oh. transformed. <laughs> it's uh, okay. So pretty. So he doesn't. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, right? I mean, it would be. I just uh, I'm a little disappointed, actually. You don't feel an immense power inside you. You don't feel. I feel it. I, I just like know it's there. I just I just I'm looking down and I just I just look like me. It's. Yeah. Less dramatic than I thought. Super bummer. Uh but <laughs> totally you're a dragon. Uh try it. Try no, a I, dragon thing I, right I, now. I mean I, I appreciate your words. Do it, try Gibetto. it. <laughs> so he, he like sighs and like kind of is like, Alright, whatever. Turns in the other direction and just like tries to light a tree on fire. Just like takes a big breath and like blows and he thinks he's just doing like <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you watch as a blast of lightning sort of like forms in front of you and fires off and cracks against the tree and the tree like uh bursts into flames whoa whoa right? oh no oh. yeah oh that that was me yep oh this is cool <laughs> yeah i i don't know what's happening um but up until a second ago, I was literally in that same spot that you are, pal. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. Right. And like, who are you? Are you? I mean, I'm Jibetto Funkin' One Shoe Stumble Knuckle Timber Shivers <laughs> at your service, pal. Right. But like, are you not Gorm? But like, a, I don't know. Are you Gorm too? Um, like, do you look? You know what I mean? I don't I don't think so. Um so Oh no. What? So when I was Gorm Gorm was me. <laughs> huh. Okay. Like maybe What I mean, <laughs> sorry, what I mean is <laughs> When I was being Gorm from the other world, Gorm mm -hmm. from our world was like kind of an invisible ghosty guy guiding me along. Oh. I think I've got to help like, you be Gorm. Oh, did the rest of the world see just Gebetto doing terrible Gorm things? Nah, the rest of the world acted real normal about like, oh, you must be Gorm. So like, even though I, I didn't think the clothes would fit, I thought for sure people would notice right away. Uh, everybody treated me like Gorm, even my brother. Oh, by the huh. way, Gorm has a brother. Uh, I let him die. I guess Gorm let him die because otherwise like the whole world would have shaken apart or whatever. So yeah. Gorm let his brother die for this. Oh, he's, we always knew he was kind of a dick. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Okay. It's just more important, I guess, than I, than I realized. Anyway, that guy was Thorval. Thorval, the one that I just was talking yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, he, he was the like, uh, I don't want to call it a cult. 
uh, but it felt a lot like a cult. Uh, he was the leader of a group of people who wear the same clothes and worship for the end of the world. Uh, so I guess a, a cult. Uh, re- any religion? Is that? Uh, yeah, I mean they okay. were all um, they were all worshippers of Herix, uh, and they were okay. they were trying to awaken Herix. Yeah. Gorm played this no, like he was one of eight. Um, God, we had a name, and I can't remember it, but it was special and important. Um, it'll come to me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I wonder. I, like, I don't. I don't know if you heard us talking. He just said we got interrupted from a ritual, and I assume it was. Yeah. Something to do with that cult. Yeah, I was in that ritual. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, I felt the like the power being drained from Gorm's body into the ground um, to awaken Herrick. It, like, it reminded me huh. immediately of the, like, the machines in our world. Okay. But it was coming from us, dragons. Interesting. So, I wonder if this, the machines like from our real world, are just a new way to, that he's trying to like kind of redo this same ritual. Because they they didn't have slammy hammers there. Right. Said. No. Like, yeah. Were, it was just right. it was just us dragons. Nobody here but huh. us dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh. Well. Thorvald said that he's, you know, we might have to gather the dragons again. I wonder if there's multiple ways that these dragons need to be involved. Um, and it needs to be of different types of dragons. Well, I guess, you know, you did the ritual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's one of eight types of dragons. Um, basically one for every one of the, uh, one for every one of the schools of magic. Uh, so we were divination. And Thorval was kind of like the the ringleader of it all. He was kind of the the centerpiece. Uh, so he was outside of that. So I guess there were nine of us in the in the ritual. And then there were a bunch of dragons yeah. around the outside, like feeding us energy. Uh, okay. Right at the last second, when Gorm was about to die, um, I I I made the decision to. to channel all of that energy that I could and, and, and punch a hole into divination, uh, the ley line itself. Wow. And that's kind of the last thing that happened. And now we're here. Was that decision to punch, uh, into divination a way for you to secretly stop the ritual? Or was that a part of the ritual that you were supposed to do as Gorm? <sighs> so it definitely wasn't, part of the ritual uh we were overrun by like all of the armies like every race worked together like humans elves half orcs dwarves even even halflings and you know gnomes were in there like we were all fighting together like it was really amazing um yeah uh terrifying as a you know as a as a participant in this thing uh but you know i can't imagine our world especially now uniting like that that it's incredible that it took that to stop this ritual right that terrifies me 
And, um, you know, our world's Gorm didn't seem to think that, uh, you know, the dragons from our world would get involved uh, and fight against Gorm, even though they clearly aren't willing to help him. So I think we need to, like, press on here and figure out what else is going on. Uh, Gorm, yeah. uh, Thorval wants you to go find, you know, civilization. Um, yeah, he's... he's- I pointed towards you. I'm glad that he didn't see you. Uh, and he said, yeah, maybe civilization's that way. Go ahead, check, what, see what you can find. So that's all I know that I'm supposed to do right now. Take a peek, man. Uh, do what yeah. Gorm would have done, right? Like, this is a memory. This is real. This is what happened. So, Right. Um, I guess I could just fly really high and look with my dragon eyes. Dude, I don't know that it ever gets old. Uh, I I'm pretty pumped. Uh, you should come with. Hop on. I I, I don't know it, if I need to. Okay. I think like as a spirit guide, that's what I'm calling myself now. Uh, okay. I think as a spirit guide, I get to show up whenever I need help, like to help or. I see. You know, whenever I cool. want. Cool. All right. Well. I will see you around, buddy. Um, is there anything else you think I should know before you, we part? Um, in Gorm's heart, the only two things that he cares about are his brother, who he let die, and Herrix. Okay. And so, uh, you know, I think keeping those keeping those thoughts in mind might... Uh, might help make your decisions. Did you find out if Gorm had any other family, just in case I meet this brother to like kind of relate to him? I mean, the only person that I knew other than Thorval that was important to Gorm uh, was Halath. And uh, Jibeto goes ahead and describes Halath to him uh, in painstakingly more detail than was given to him. Uh, by the DM. When... Sure. <laughs> Halaf, when he's in his human form, is, is a younger, like a late teenage uh, human-looking person with, like, uh, blondish hair. Uh, but he's also a green dragon. But a younger green dragon than uh, Gorm is a dragon, like, is. Um, right. And so they're not truly brothers, but they are much closer than uh, other than Gorm is to other dragons. Okay. All right. I maybe I should look for him. I'll be watching you. And Javetta like oh, tries to fade away, so he's gonna like move <laughs> his arms. You do fade away. Yes. Just by like trying, you fade away. <laughs> uh, Kath didn't expect Javetta to fade away, and he expected him just continually back up, <laughs> and he was gonna pretend that he was like shocked that he was gone. But he's really shocked that he's gone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, based on Keth's experience uh, in Makamara, where is there a really old, like, established city that uh, he would know about that's in a direction? I mean, at the very least, the oldest city that you know of in Carapath is, um, in your world at least, is Merevia. Okay. Uh 
Kat's going to head in that direction as uh, flying, but he's going to do basically the same thing that he did to transform, but to fly, well, less like internal sort of, more just like getting prepared to like jump and soar. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so you just sort of leap into the air and you are carried up into the sky. Uh, It sort of just carries you uh, forward. Um, Holy shit, this is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're like flying through the air southwest towards Morevia. You see a couple of small uh, settlements here and there, um, but uh, nothing you know in nothing large and but you do see Marevia like far away on the horizon if you wanted to stop at one of the smaller places you could or you could just push on to Marevia which does appear to be there um he wants to stop at the closest uh village that he sees like a somewhat established village sure so the closest village you arrive at um is one that you recognize as Kien Kien. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, he like soars down in a place where he can like untransform to back to human form. Well, one might and, say that you would transform to human form and untransform uh, to dragon form. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he transforms. So how into this how strange are you how are you creature. transforming into human form? Um. <laughs> he wants to he's pictured himself flying before and like transforming from whatever he was into a human but like really smoothly so he's gonna fly and approach the ground and try and do it slowly and transform just like think small and try and like walk as he's you know flying to walking in like a very smooth motion Okay, uh, I think you misjudged the amount of momentum that you probably have uh, <laughs> flying in, um, and you you basically enter uh, Kien at a light to medium run. <laughs> <laughs> but is it graceful? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, Kath just kind of wants to know the approximate uh, year and like what is in the area that uh, will in the future become uh, Adventure Incorporated. He just kind of wants to know the history a little bit of the area. Okay. Um. So he'll approach the town, not like a a farm if he can. Sure. Um, So you sort of approach the center of town. Um, A lot of the farmers seem to be out working. Um, There's not a lot of like motion in town. Uh, There is an old man sort of rocking back and forth on uh, sort of the front porch of of one of the the buildings. Gebetto sits up from where the old man is uh, (laughs) and like comes into reality. Uh, And he looks at Kath and says, hey, I remembered uh, we were called the Ritual Guard. Um, Ritual Guard. Yeah, I don't don't know if you might need that, uh, but that's what the eight of us were called. And then he sits back down into the old man's body. Okay. Yeah, the old man is still there the whole time and doesn't seem to be he just like it seems to have no notice of Gibetto like pulling himself up out of the the body of the old man and then sitting back down into him, but uh he's just rocking away. Uh, uh, hello there, uh sir. How how are you on this fine day? Oh, I'm well. What can I do for you? Uh 
my uh, my buddies thought it would be funny to kind of uh, get me drunk and then drop me off in the middle of nowhere. What, what, where are we right now? This is Kien, a small uh, village. If you're looking for something particular, we might be able to put you up for the night, but not much else. I see. Okay, okay. Um, very good. Uh, you know, I don't even know what day what day it is. Uh, could you tell me the date? Mm, yes, of course I can. It's the tenth of foam. Ah, uh, very good. Uh, the 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 year? I, I, I told you, I'm totally out of it. I would say so. Do you need a drink of something strong to to bring you back into focus, boy? Uh, perhaps uh, that, that would be lovely. He like uh, pulls like a little hip flask off and he uh, pops it open. He says, "Come here, come here." Of course, it's fifteen thirty-four, and he hands the drink off to you. Very good. Uh, Keth would know the year in his world. What that is the year in year? your world? Really? Huh. Uh, so actually, the year in your world is fifteen thirty-five. 1534 right. was the year that you started adventuring with Adventure Incorporated. Interesting. And I, I landed in the area that Adventure Incorporated was, correct? Yes. You so landed where there... where Adventure Incorporated should be in your world. Damn. Damn. Okay. No uh, no Adventure Incorporated right there, at least. Okay. Um, you know, it's the, it's the damnedest thing. I could have I sworn that we were near this this place called Adventure Incorporated. Have you ever heard of that place? Uh, the there starts to be like this weird shaking, uh, some like uh, sort of fuzzing of the memory. You're you're starting to feel like these vibrations uh, coursing through all around you. Um, you. You hear like sort of a crack. Gibetto pops out of the old man's body and he's like, "Man, this is what I'm talking about. We gotta we gotta remember we're Gorm. Gorm doesn't ask about Adventure Incorporated." <laughs> Oh damn! Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just I need to just just get on, find civilization, and uh, find yeah. find some fucking dragons. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm sorry. I I meant to say dragons. Do you know of any dragons around? <laughs> 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 was just oh, common so mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Easy he typo. He was so thrown off by the shaking that he was just like. Like jolted back and like, oh god, uh, dragons, dragons. <laughs> the keys are all right next to each right. other. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he says, dragons? <laughs> dragons are a myth, boy. You really are rattled, aren't you? Uh, yeah, but I, I think that this drink is uh, starting to work. It's magic, but I appreciate the information and uh, this... Uh, and, 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 you know, your time. So I'll, I'll, I'll be off now. I, I, I wish you nothing but well. I wish you nothing but well, too, but dragons. Huh. <laughs> uh, Keth then kind of goes back to where he landed originally and looks around and hopefully seeing nobody would like to transform and be on his way. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, you transform back into a dragon and uh, fly back up uh, into the air. Where are you headed? Uh, he wants to... Hey, um, Kath? Yeah. Listen, 
Gibetto uh, is like holding on to Kess' shoulders. Uh, he's like, listen. Um, As we're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Even that? though he probably doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly doesn't need to. He could just be yeah. like floating alongside him, but uh, nope, holding on. Uh, remember that Gorm's a blue dragon, so like he specializes in divination. So like uncovering truths and finding things and thinking about and using the magic of divination. So, you know, if you're trying to hunt something I, down, uh, you don't have to do it the old-fashioned way with him. Okay. So, Keth tries to take Gibetto's advice and use some crazy divination magic. Uh, so, he's going to basically try and suss out some uh, dragon energy somewhere and see if he finds the directions of flying. Okay. So um, you're going to use an ability called detect. So basically you're going to make a perception check. Go ahead and make a perception at plus 17. Thirty-one. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Seventeen. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good perception, huh? <laughs> uh, okay, <clears throat> you reach out with your mind, and you feel um, you're searching for uh, any other signs of like dragons or anything like that. Um, it pours out uh, around you. You feel all of what you know of as Carapath. You start to feel Beyond and Bradmont. Um, you catch one. Just one dragon. But uh, your divination tells you you have a connection to this dragon. Um, and you suspect it's probably Thorval. Um, you reach out further and further and further. And you find nothing. That is weird. Okay. So he he heads towards uh, Thorval. Okay. Um, yeah, you fly toward Thorval, who is sort of in the northern section of Bradmont. Okay. Um, can he... Uh, so is, is Thorval in, um, around other people, or is he by himself? Um, you don't know yet. You're still sort of flying toward him. Uh, do you just want to go the whole way? Do you want to like send him a message first? Like, what do you what do you want to do um, on the way there, or if anything, or do you just want to get there as fast as you can? Uh, I I just want to go get to him, but I'll as I'm as I'm approaching, I'll I want to send a message just saying, brother, uh, brother. What are you doing? <laughs> you up? <laughs> hey. uh, he says, uh, you get like a message back. He says, I have discovered some disturbing things. Come quickly. I'm close. Um, and then he, so wh I guess, what do I see as I approach the 
the city. I want to transform without being seen. Yeah, so he's north of uh, Bradmont near the river. Um, so he's sort of like in a, a sort of less inhabited place anyway. Um, so you sort of uh, you come down into where you see him just sort of uh, sitting in a field um, and he uh, you can transform sort of away from people. Uh, and the two of you are standing there in your human forms. Okay. Um, uh, Kath wishes he had asked Jibeto if Thorval was a part of the ritual uh, and like with it or like, or not uh, like down with what I'm doing, what, what Gorm's doing. Can I, can I ask Jibeto or? Uh, so as you are approaching, <laughs> you can ask Jibeto, um, you, and if you are quiet, you may not be heard by Thorval. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because, uh, I don't know. He, he said he let him die, but I didn't know if it was that it was a part of the ritual or just something else. So, uh, I, hey, Geppetto, are you there? Yeah, of course, dude. I'm your spirit guide. <laughs> yeah, but you just popped out of an old man. I, di- I didn't know if you were hanging out back in Kien. I don't know. This is weird. Uh, hey, is Thorval, like, helping us, trying to bring back... Uh, yeah he's like the boss he's like he's oh. the guy he was he was number nine in the ritual like he was the most important one he like he did all the things oh crap yeah uh, yes, yes and halath our brother was also helping in the ritual but we had to let him die there just wasn't okay. time to save him right and i am approaching thorval the boss. Horrible. Good. The boss. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I had to put it all together too, pal. I know what you're feeling. Uh, the difference <laughs> was there was like 60 of us in mine. There's only one of them in yours, and it's the <laughs> <laughs> No, Halif. That'll, that'll be helpful. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. So uh, I'm going to go meet Thorval near the near the river. Okay, yeah, you meet Thorval who's standing sort of on the banks of the river. He says, "Brother, you have come." Yes, I there's some scattered villages around, but uh I didn't stop at any of the cities and I'm searching for our our brethren and I I, I find nobody. Yes. I felt that as well. It worries me. Perhaps, perhaps the filth here have managed to do what our world tried so hard to do. Perhaps they have eradicated us. Perhaps they have <sighs> killed everyone here. The filth. They, they do not deserve to live. How are we going to do this now? Gorm, I haven't had a chance to say it, but I'm sorry about your brother. Gorm just looks down, shakes his head, just says, he would have, he knows that I too would have sacrificed my life for this. So he... This is how he knows it has to be. 
He puts his hand on your shoulder. He says, I think I have found something that might help. One of the gnomes that lives in the village across this river. From some of the discussions I've had around here, she seems to be some sort of crazy tinker. She has created machines of great magical power. Perhaps we could use these machines for our own rituals. Interesting. I and I don't hmm. think she'll give it willingly, though. We may have to take it by force. <laughs> that will not be an issue. But with these machines, how can they replace the power of a of a dragon? From what I understand, they have immense power in them. Maybe it won't be enough, but in a world like this with no other options, it may be the best mm. choice we have. Yes. Eight machines for eight dragons. Let us see what can happen. I suggest we just show our strength and take what we deserve. But of course, I will defer to you if you have any other uh, more subtle ideas. Mm. We'll need to learn about these machines so that we can repurpose them and use them. So perhaps showing our strength and allowing her to choose to cooperate would be better than us just taking it. However you think is best. All right. We should go at once. Are we taking flight? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> he answers like way too happily. Okay. Uh, he transforms again into his draconic uh, form. Uh, just a giant, uh, like, like massive brass dragon. Um, he nods to you. Uh, Keth does the same sort of like, like kind of squeezing into himself and then jumping. <laughs> sure, <A> star jump. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are real real hard. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you feel that transformation take hold again. Excellent. Lead the way. He kicks off the ground and starts flying toward uh, the small village on the other side of the river from you. Okay. And especially small, because it appears to be a gnome, a gnomish village. Is it? Does it look undisturbed, or did it look like uh, when you Thorval had some fun? Here? No, it's undisturbed. But when you see it, Keth, you recognize it because you've been to Sale before. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then he tries to whisper to Gibetto, uh and says <laughs> hey buddy uh, we were just in sale uh, did you meet yourself <laughs> Gibetto doesn't respond okay 
Keth just accepts it because he has no idea how that whole spirit animal thing functions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Thorval uh, banks hard uh, as he flies over the river and, and dives down onto the village below. Um, Which village? Sale. Uh, we're going to that <laughs> village. I, you know, hey. <laughs> Wait, I just you just so we we just left a village and then I asked. No, no, you didn't. You said it was you didn't leave a village. You were standing in a field across the river from a village. Okay. Yeah. Uh, brass. Yep. Okay. Uh, he just begins blowing fire over the buildings uh, as he dives down over them. Um, <laughs> Just okay. igniting all of the homes in the in the village on fire. <laughs> Gorma coughs a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he says, oh, I feel like I'm coming down with a cold, brother. The world begins to shake slightly. <laughs> and then immediately blows fire, just like, in any direction that he was facing because he was like you know violently coughing yeah uh, well so you blow lightning so a blast of lightning right. uh cracks across the sky uh like careening down towards the center square of town um and just smashes into the cobblestones there uh as people start to run from their homes everyone looks up and they are screaming um yeah and, and thorval continues to just uh lay waste to the area Brother, where where is this craftsman? The center of town. She keep she keeps her home in the center of town. All right, let's let, let's proceed. I think they they get the point. Um, he sort of like takes uh his place down in the center square, um, and he like sort of motions for you to join him. Ketha comes down and hopefully he had practice with the first time and smoothly lands and walks. So you're going to transform again. Thorval has not transformed. He's stayed in his, uh, in his dragon form. Okay. He's sort of like Um, out loud because he's been speaking to you in his mind out loud. He sort of like bellows deep and he says, I seek the one who is known as Penelope. Bring the plans to your machines. Give them to us, or we shall consume this town. Out from the front doors comes the mayor of Sale, who you have seen before. And Penelope stands defiantly in front of you. Well, hello there, Penelope. We, uh, you've heard why we're here. Um, would you do us a, a favor and just bring out those plans and we can have a chat? Drop dead. And she drops a stone on the ground. And as the stone hits the cobblestones, a green portal blasts open. And from the portal steps Elatrix. Boop. He says, uh, 
dragons, hmm? There have not been dragons here in a very long time. Well, it seems that has changed now. In, enlighten us. What, what, where, are all of, where are all of our brothers? Well, we couldn't seem to find too many. Your brethren have been sent away from here, sent back to the celestial realm to rot with the other celestials. Oh, now why would you go ahead and do that? You're not welcome here. Your kind is not welcome here. We have a quick errand to run here, and we can be on our way. But we have a conversation that we need to have with Penelope, whoever you are. Uh, Thorval kicks off and slams, like, like flies as fast as he can up over uh, Elatrix and Penelope. Um... Elatrix quickly like tries to cast a spell up at Thorval and like seems to get like a, a blast off against him. Is there anything you're going to do in response to that? As you can see, my friend here is not too patient and we've already laid waste to much of the town. Do you want you to see your people die? Thorval slams into the side of the building and as he like just a huge like his huge body after he got smacked by that spell and he slams into the building he just like crushes in a huge side of it and with all the dust and debris and stuff you don't really see uh anything um and elatrix turns to you and he there is fury in his eyes and he says you have overstayed your welcome i will kill you for this Cats uh, just says shit, 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 and transforms into a dragon. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Once you do your jumping jack, uh, and you feel uh, all of that power sort of rise up in you, uh, you you like sort of extend out into your draconic form. Uh, he, like, he he did the jumping jack thing, like as he was running towards uh, Elatrix to try and basically. Uh, tackle him with his dragon form okay um go ahead and make a melee weapon attack with a plus 16 to hit <laughs> we're, ne we're never gonna beat gormer <laughs> <laughs> gillick's gonna be like oh hit uh again <laughs> 27 to hit okay uh yeah that hits um go ahead and roll uh 2d6 plus 9 17 damage okay uh go ahead and make another attack and once again that was a plus 16 to hit <laughs> once again <laughs> 27 yeah you hit again Uh, 13 damage. Okay. Um, you, you like strike down into this like, you know, human sized person. He's an elf, but he's human sized. Uh, and you just expect to like, just, you know, you're a dragon. You expect to just eviscerate him, except you know better. Uh, and after you strike him twice, he sort of smirks a little bit and just bursts into his coatal form as it like, f like flies up into the air. Um, and he says, so cool. he says, I will protect my realm. 
uh, Thorval, you see him in the opening of the hole, like the hole in the wall, but he's in his human form. And in his hands, he's clutching a handful of papers. And he, he's also clutching like his side, which is just like torn open and bleeding. Um, and you hear in your mind sort of weakly, Gorm, open a portal. Gorm, uh, he, he tries to do that. He basically just like, uh, Keth imagines his time in the uh, divine ley line and just pictures a portal there and hopes it shows up. Uh, make a charisma check at plus five. 18. Um, you sort of focus your energy a little bit and you tear open a hole about the size of a, a human uh, that Torval just like leaps out of the building um, and uh, you hear Eltrix no! and Eltrix dives for him uh, Follow, and he man. drops he drops into the portal. I, yeah, I, I I follow. Okay. Quickly. Uh, you charge toward the portal as well. You get there about the same time Elatrix same time Elatrix does, but you are in dragon form and are not big enough to fit through the hole. Can I smoothly transform and die like swan dive in? Uh make a dexterity check at plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! 16. Uh, you go to transform and smoothly drop in, and Elatrix whips a tail around and smacks against you and throws you against the building away from the portal. Um, it's still just sort of sitting open, and he's like, I will not let you through. Fuck, and now, and now uh, I'm in human form. Yes. Right? Yep. <laughs> We're going to fucking fight Elatrix. <laughs> um, how, uh, in human form, could I reach the portal or is it like uh, not, is it like in the air? Or like, wh- how is it positioned? It would be pretty hard. Um, you could uh, try and you may not know everything that you can do either. So like you could try to do it and see if there was some way for you to channel some of your power, or you could try to do it and you could transform and try to take another pass at it. You could just try to jump, but, uh, Elatrix is sort of between you and the portal. Um, where's Gebetto Gebetto like pops his face out of Penelope's face. Uh, and yells, <laughs> like you don't have to do that. You just choose to. Yeah. <laughs> And yells, use Dimension Door! <laughs> uh, excellent. So, <laughs> assuming I know... Uh, I, can, I, I can look it up, but <laughs> I'm going to guess what it is. So, Kev's going <laughs> to run. He's going to run in the opposite direction from uh, Elatrix, creating a door in front of him, of uh, Gorm. So that he can run into the portal and hopefully out directly pointed at the portal that I created, like the uh, the divine portal. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. So uh, you're going to try to charge the opposite direction from the portal, and then use dimension yeah, gonna... door to like zip back the other way and pop right. into the portal. I'm trying to make Elatrix think I'm just like running away, so I'm just gonna say fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm done. And and run like that. 
Okay, he falls for it. So you start <laughs> to bolt, and Elatrix, you, you're like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And Elatrix is like, not so fast. And he charges towards you, bearing down on you. And as he's he's coming in fast, and just before he gets to you, you cast Dimension Door, slip through the door, and pop out right over the portal, dropping in and passing through <laughs> to uh, Divination. Around you, you see those rushing. You feel that that, that crushing, the twisting, the pulling, the, the pressing. Uh, and then there's a flash of blue. And along you are these tunnels of light. And down below, dropping down this tunnel, you see Thorval still with those papers clutched, his hand uh, at his side. And these this, this tunnel of blue lights is just like rushing by you. And then everything goes black. Hey adventurers, DM Anthony here again. I just want to remind you that there are lots of ways to support the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. Tell your friends about the show. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Links and more can be found at adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks everyone, we'll see you next week. Uh, the same way we were doing with with Viltroth forever ago, uh, we're just trying right. to figure out anything that we can about Gorm. Excellent. Okay. Can't wait to ask people like what my favorite color is oh yeah <laughs> so if, hey would you consider me skinny or you know, yeah. how healthy would you say i am what, what would i eat in this situation right. <laughs> do i have any allergies <laughs> that's an important question anaphylactic gorm not a pretty picture actually that'd be real helpful information for you yeah. Like, you're just like uh, fucking throwing peanuts, peanuts at right. it. Yeah, immediately <laughs> run to like the the nuts section of the room. <laughs> like